Don't let yourself get so busy at work, so caught up with driving your kids places that you don't even eat meals. You're doing yourself and your family a disservice when you do that. Welcome to The Mindset Diet, the show that will teach you how to stop getting in your own way and start losing weight, feeling better, and becoming the best version of yourself. My name is Iman, I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach, and I run an online coaching business where my amazing team and I coach women through losing weight without restrictive dieting or excessive exercise. Welcome back to another episode of The Mindset Diet, or if this is your first episode, welcome to The Mindset Diet. So before we get into the content of today's show, I just want to ask you one small thing, and that's if you are enjoying this podcast, or if you're a new listener and you enjoy this particular episode, please go ahead and leave me a five-star rating or review wherever you're listening to the podcast, and share this episode with people in your life that you think need to hear it. So at the time I'm recording this podcast, it is early January of 2023. And I know that a lot of you listening probably have some New Year's resolutions that you're trying to work towards when it comes to fat loss and weight loss goals. So what I want to do on today's episode is, you know, we often focus on the mindset, obviously, aspect of weight loss, the psychological components of weight loss. But what I want to do today is focus more on some tactical, logical things you can do to set yourself up for success this year when it comes to losing weight. You know, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but recently in a lot of my content um, and a lot of the Mindset Diet episodes, I've been talking about organizing your life in a way that is conducive to fat loss. And I realize that I keep referencing that idea without actually explaining what I mean by that. So today, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to explain to you how to structure your life in a way that makes fat loss easy for you and how to set yourself up for success when it comes to losing weight. Now, I know I literally just said that we're not going to dwell on the mindset piece of things today, but that is actually what I want to start out with in today's episode is talking to you a little bit about a little bit of mindset work you need to do to set yourself up for success here. So the first thing I urge you to do is have an honest conversation with yourself. So ask yourself honestly, what is my why? Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want to set myself up to lose fat or lose weight? And you have to, like I said, you have to be brutally honest with yourself here because, you know, you can reference past episodes uh, to go deeper into this topic. But if you are coming at this journey from a place of self-hatred because you're disgusted with yourself, you're pissed off that you're overweight, you feel gross in your clothes, it's not going to last. You're going to do things that are unsustainable. You're going to get tired of just beating yourself up with your nutrition and in the gym, and you're just not going to be able to stick to it. I've seen this happen far too many times, and I've been through this myself as well. So make sure that you're coming at this from a good place, that you have a good why. Your why may be, I want to take care of myself because I want to be around for my kids, or I want to take care of myself because I don't like the way I'm feeling right now, and I know that I'm capable of more, right? These are positive reasons for starting a weight loss journey. Now to get a little bit more tactical here, like I was saying, the next thing I would ask you, or I would ask you to ask yourself is what is my game plan? Do I actually have a strategy to lose weight or am I just shooting in the dark? Am I just throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks? Because that's not going to work either for a couple of reasons. 
you know, if you fail to plan, you can plan to fail. Uh, I, I don't know whose quote that is, but I use it all the time. And so if you don't have a plan in action, and that's really what we're going to be talking about today, planning all sorts of different aspects and components of your weight loss journey. But if you don't have a plan, you don't have a structure, you don't have any sort of guidance or anything like that, anything to fall back onto, you're not going to be able to see what works and what doesn't work. You're not going to be able to get yourself to your ultimate goal. So you got to ask yourself what your game plan is. And then last but not least, even if you have a game plan, you know your why, you're feeling good, you're going to hit obstacles. You're going to hit bumps in the road, right? So you got to ask yourself, what is my plan for when I hit those bumps in the road? For when the scale weight goes up for some reason, for when I miss a day at the gym, for when I miss uh, a week of meal planning, whatever it is, right? You have to mentally prepare yourself for failure because it's going to happen. And ultimately what's going to determine your success, your overall success on your weight loss journey is whether or not you're able to bounce back from that failure, whether or not you're able to build immunity to those hardships that come up on your journey. All right, so I got the mindset part out of the way. You know I had to do that. This is the mindset diet after all. Now we're going to look at the things that are not necessarily as related to the psychology of weight loss, but more the physiology of it or the organization of a life that is conducive to losing weight. So what I want you to do is start with your support system. What do I mean by this? You need to have a strong support system if you want to lose weight. That's why I literally built a Facebook community filled with, I think it's like over 830 women now who are supporting each other on their journey because you need people to rely on, people to fall back on when things don't go well. And so start with your support system in the within the four walls of your home. Have a conversation with your partner, your friends, your family, because nothing is worse than having people close to you, quote unquote, sabotage your efforts. And I talk to women about this all the time. You know, a question I ask women who are interested in joining our coaching program when I speak with them is who's supporting you on this journey? And a lot of the times they they laugh and they joke and they're like, well, certainly it isn't my husband. Certainly it isn't my partner. And I, I kind of look at them and, and I'm curious, I'm like, well, can you explain that? What do you mean by that? Oh, well, my husband likes me the way that I am and he's always bringing sweets into the house and, you know, this, that, and the other. And then, you know, they speak to their husband about investing in our program and the husband's like, eh, you know, this isn't worth the money type of situation. That's frustrating for them, especially if they really want to do it. And, you know, not to get too sidetracked here, but like I said, you've got to make sure that you're communicating well with the people in your life. The people that you interact with most on a daily basis, they need to be on board with what you're doing. You have to tell them, hey, honey, you know, I don't want to go out to eat every single weekend. I'm actually really trying to take my weight loss seriously. And it's very difficult for me to make good decisions when we're constantly going out and eating and drinking all of the time. You know, telling your kids, hey, listen, kids, you know, we're going to start to switch to some more healthy meals and they're going to give you that face because they're picky eaters and they want to eat fruit roll-ups for dinner, right? Um, But what you're doing is you're setting up your entire family for success when you do that. 
This also may mean that you need to make some new friends. Like, I hate to tell you that, but if all of your friends are overweight, if all of your friends don't take care of themselves, they don't go to the gym, they don't care about their sleep routines or anything like that, it's going to be really hard for you to be spending a lot of time with them while simultaneously focusing on your own health and wellness goals. All right, so you got your mindset in order, you've talked to your partner, you've talked to your kids, you've talked to your family member and friends, they're on board, what do you do now? This is where I think I have a an unconventional opinion as to what you should do first. So my unconventional first step recommendation for you would be to start with your sleep routine. So sleep is one of the most important yet underrated or sort of like overlooked factors when it comes to losing weight. If you're not getting good quality sleep, you're making it a whole lot harder to lose weight. So my tips for this would be to start by simply shutting off all electronics 30 minutes before bed. I mean all electronics, your phone, your laptop, the TV, turn it off about 30 minutes before you need to get in bed. And little side note here, If you're trying to get eight hours of sleep, you need to be in bed for longer than eight hours because you're not going to, you know, your head's not going to hit the pillow and you're not going to fall asleep within a half of a second or something like that. You need to give yourself time to fall asleep, to wake up and all of that stuff. So if you're trying to get eight hours of sleep, which I highly recommend if you're trying to lose weight, put yourself in bed nine hours before you need to wake up. So you're shutting off all electronics 30 minutes before bed. You're going to turn down your thermostat about two to three degrees less than what you keep it at during the day. Your body cannot get into deep sleep if it's too warm. So you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for success there by making sure that you're sleeping in a cool environment and a dark environment as well. One of the best investments you can make for your health, believe it or not, is actually blackout curtains. So this is going to shut out all of the outside light, even if you have good blinds or good curtains, a lot of light is seeping through and you can, once again, not get into a deep restful sleep if light is hitting your body and especially your eyes while you're trying to sleep. So maybe investing in some of those, I know you can get them pretty cheap on Amazon, making sure that your room is cool, it is dark, and it's just a a safe environment for you. So I would recommend not having anything in your bedroom that reminds you of work or that stresses you out. Now your partner may stress you out (laughs) and that's a conversation for another podcast, but do what you can to make sure that you are sleeping in an environment that you feel safe in. Last but not least, when it comes to sleep, I want you to practice going to bed at the same time every day. So when you do this, when you discipline yourself to get in bed at the same time and fall asleep around the same time, your body will actually start waking you up naturally at the same time. And that's going to make it a lot easier for you to get into this healthy sleep cycle and sleep routine. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you here. Whether or not you take your sleep cycles and sleep routine and sleep hygiene seriously kind of gives me a clue as to how seriously you're taking your fat loss. Because like I said earlier, if you're not paying attention to your sleep, you are making it a whole hell of a lot harder to lose weight and to do so in a sustainable way. All right, so you're working on your mindset, you're communicating, you're getting a support system put into place, you're trying to work on your sleep cycles and your sleep routine. Now we're gonna look into meal planning. So people let themselves get so overwhelmed when it comes to meal planning and meal prepping. And for those of you that you know have struggled with this, here's what I have to say. You do not need to prep 
every single meal that you eat all portioned out in little Tupperware containers. I'm a part of all of these Facebook groups related to meal prepping and meal planning. And people are always asking like, what are the best containers and this, that, and the other. It's like, you're getting way too focused on the, the minute details of this. Here's what I want you to do instead. If you are brand new to meal planning or meal prepping, this is what I want you to do. Start by just prepping your protein sources. So like what I do personally is every single week I buy myself two pounds of ground beef and like a pound and a half of chicken. I cook those up with just basic seasoning on them so that I can throw them into different meals and different recipes. And it's not like, you know, teriyaki chicken that I'm trying to eat every single day. So sort of bland, not bland, that's a bad word for it, but basic flavors that I season the the chicken and the beef with. And I cook that up and no matter what's going on, I always have a protein source because I cooked those in the beginning of the week. So start by just prepping some protein sources. Now, if you are a mom and you cook for your family, still make sure that every meal has protein and then maybe consider making like healthy substitutes. For example, you're making, you know, pasta with meatballs and red sauce for your family. Swap out the the pasta for something more nutritious, like a, a more nutritious source of carbs, like potatoes or something like that, right? So you don't need to be prepping two separate meals for you and your family. You can make substitutes, but no matter what you do, I want to make sure that you have have those proteins prepped because that is going to be the most important macronutrient for fat loss. When it comes to meal planning, people really procrastinate on it. They let it become this big thing that they hate doing. So instead of letting yourself do that, sit down, look at your calendar and pencil in a time to go grocery shopping every week to make sure you actually have the ingredients that you need for the meal prep and then pencil in a separate time for you to actually cook some of those proteins up at the very least. Like I said, you can make full recipes. You can prep your carb sources and your veggies. I know I personally do that. A lot of our clients do that as well, but the bare minimum for you is going to be to prep those proteins. Now, speaking of penciling things in and and looking at your calendar, Pencil in when you're going to eat meals. For some of you, you're like, believe me, I never forget to eat a meal. But for lots of women, they let themselves get so busy that they skip breakfast, they skip lunch, and then they sit down to dinner and they wonder why they binge at dinner and why they have such a bad sweet tooth afterwards. It's like, look, it's not it's not rocket science. You haven't eaten all day. Your body is starving. And now at 7 p.m., you're trying to get in a full day's worth of calories in. So make sure you're actually setting aside time to eat. Listen, eating is a basic human function. Nothing is more important than taking care of the basic human functions, right? So don't let yourself get so busy at work, so caught up with driving your kids places that you don't even eat meals. You're doing yourself and your family a disservice when you do that. Now, what do you do if you are tracking macros? Um, What I like to suggest is plugging in everything you plan on eating in a day into whatever tracking app you're using. So if it's Chronometer, MyFitnessPal, FatSecret, whatever you're using, plug it all in there and see if what you plan on eating is going to be close to your calorie and macro targets. Because this is something I see a lot of the women in our program struggling with, and I'm I'm kind of trying to help guide them with this, is like, you know, I've given them macros to follow and they're just way off. And they're like, well, I plugged everything in that I ate that day, but they did it retroactively. So they ate the food first and then they looked back and they were like, well, shoot, I'm really low on protein or I'm super high on carbs. Those tend to be the ones that, you know, people kind of mess up. And I'm like, look, here's the simple solution to that. Plug it in first and then afterwards, 
see if it fits in your macros. And if not, you're going to have to make adjustments. Now, the last thing I'll say with meal prepping and planning is I always get asked about water and hydration. First of all, I recommend that if you are on a weight loss or fat loss journey, try to make water and maybe coffee and tea sort of the only things that you drink. Um, and then, you know, making sure you get in your water is pretty simple if you bring a reusable water bottle with you wherever you go and simply just sip on it throughout the day and especially take sips when you're thirsty. All right, last but not least, to set yourself up for success on your weight loss journey, you must set yourself up for success when it comes to fitness and movement. So if you're in a spot where you're doing nothing at all right now, you need to start with something really simple. And for me and for pretty much everyone I've ever coached, walking is that very simple form of movement that is very easy to do and very easy to fit into even the busiest schedule. I like recommending trying to take a 10 to 15 minute walk after every single meal. Right there, you've got 30 to 45 minutes of walking that you weren't getting in before, 30 to 45 minutes of intentional movement that is going to move the needle in the right direction for you. Common theme in today's episode, you've got to pencil this into your calendar, okay? So you can't just assume that you're going to wake up and feel motivated and go take your walk after breakfast. It's not like that. It's got to be a non-negotiable. It's got to be no matter what, I am taking this walk. It's going to be a part of my day. I'm going to get it done. And if it's raining outside, I'll drive myself to Target or the mall or Costco or whatever and get my steps and my movement in there. Now, if you're looking to go to the gym, you feel like you're at that level and you're ready to do that, it's the same thing. Put it in your calendar. Something that's been working really well for our clients is going to the gym at the same exact time every single day. No matter what their workout routine calls for that day, a lot of times, you know, we we program mostly full body workouts and so our clients are not strength training every single day, but on the days that they don't have a full body workout programmed, They're in there taking walks on the treadmill. They're in there working on mobility and flexibility and stuff like that because we know how important it is to create that consistency and create that routine. Another thing that really helps with creating consistency is making this as easy for yourself as you possibly can. So if you're going to a gym, choose a gym that's on your way to work, on your way to your kid's daycare. And then last but not least, focus on progress over perfection. I don't need you to be doing, you know, an hour long or two hour long workout in the gym every single day. It could be 15 minutes at home every single day. That is better than nothing. Speaking of progress, a little bonus tip here for you is to measure your progress. So studies show that you can get people to lose weight just by having them step on a scale every day because they're aware that there's a problem and then they naturally want to do something to solve it. So awareness is key. Measuring progress is key. It's going to help you understand which direction you need to go, what adjustments you need to make, because adjustments will need to be made on your weight loss journey. So I recommend tracking, you know, not only using your scale weight, but also measurements with a tape measure, pictures, you know, progress photos, how clothes fit, how your mood is, how your energy is, how your libido and sex drive are. These are important things we need to take a look at to make sure that we're going in the right direction. And with that, we are going to wrap up this episode. So just to summarize what we want to be focusing on and planning to set ourselves up for weight loss success is starting with our mindset, making sure you're having an honest conversation with yourself, asking yourself what your why is, 
Moving on to make sure you have a solid support system. The Facebook group I was mentioning earlier is called the Female Fat Loss Blueprint. You're more than welcome to join. We pretty much accept everyone that is on a weight loss journey, unless you're a male, obviously, by the name. Uh, your unconventional first step is going to be to work on your sleep routine. You take that seriously and you prove to yourself and to others that you're taking your health journey or weight loss journey seriously. From there, you're going to move on to meal planning and prepping in a simple way, making fitness a part of your routine and throughout this entire process, measuring your progress to make sure you're going in the right direction. I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is a fun one for me to record. I'm really big on focusing on daily habits and routines and just making fat loss and weight loss a simple part of your life. So I hope you liked this episode. I would love to connect with you all. You're more than welcome to follow me on Instagram at builtbybalance underscore Iman or join the Facebook community I just told you about. If you don't, that's cool too. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. I will be releasing a new episode next week. And until then, I'm wishing you wellness.